They spend virtually all their adult life in serving the needs of their communities where they're assigned. The priests of the Archdiocese of Portland are dedicated, loving. They guide us all into a deeper relationship with the Lord. But when they are ready to retire, well, how is the Archdiocese ready to step in and help fill their needs? Well, Angie Gottfried is one of those people. She is the senior priest navigator for the Archdiocese of Portland. And in her role, she is there to ensure that our beloved senior priests are well taken care for. Angela is joining me this morning to let us know more about her program and to invite the whole community to a very special event coming up celebrating three of these wonderful senior priests. Good morning, Angie. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. I'm happy to be here, Brenda. Thanks. It's been a while since we've had an opportunity to talk. It was actually during those COVID shutdown years that we knew that our senior priests were so isolated. But with that in our rearview mirror, it's great to be able to talk with you again and just kind of find out more about your role now that things have opened up again. Tell our listeners more about what you do as the senior priest navigator. So as a navigator, that term kind of refers to my role in just helping our priests to navigate any systems and resources that they may need just to get their needs met, um, generally speaking. So um, a lot of that is just being kind of a touch person um, or a, you know, a, a point person at the archdiocese um, for if they have a question or a concern um, or some problem that they might need help solving. And I can just be a support in helping them to um, figure those things out. Um, I do provide a lot of outreach and just kind of check in uh, periodically with our senior priests, and that's really uh, mostly to express the care and concern of the Archbishop and our other Archdiocese leadership, and just to maintain those connections with our senior priests. Angie, it would seem to me that senior priests, of course, would take up a large group of men who are not placed at a parish anymore in a specific role as parochial vicar or pastor with those priests that are senior status, but still able to fill in where necessary. What is their role then as far as where they are living and how are they assigned to help those parishes that need time to time fill in? Yeah, uh, many, many of our senior priests are still very active um, in ministry in various ways, and many of them have, uh, you know, a a standing um, sort of uh, appointment or, you know, an you know, an arrangement maybe with a local parish where they live, or um, perhaps they'll celebrate one or two masses a week in a senior care facility or um, maybe with one of our retreat centers or um, some of them do work or uh, volunteer work in hospital settings or things like that. So there's a lot of opportunity for kind of a more of a here and there ministry or uh, just occasional coverage and fill in for uh, other of our actively assigned priests in parishes. So there, there's a pretty big variety of um, ministry activities that our priests can and many of them do participate in as much as they're able and as much as they want. 
Angie Godfrey is joining me today. She is the senior priest navigator for the Archdiocese of Portland, and her role is to ensure that our beloved senior priests are well cared for. Angie, I've talked to many people just in life in general who look forward to retirement and then find that making that adjustment from having that regular nine to five or job that they carried and then going into retirement can be a bit of an adjustment. For priests whose entire vocation, whose entire life is dedicated to being a priest, is their adjustment from active service to community to the senior status, is there unique aspects to helping them adjust that maybe some of us wouldn't necessarily go through? Um, I think it really depends on the priest. We have many various priests in terms of uh, what what they vary greatly in terms of their personalities, their interests, and also their needs and abilities when they reach the point where they are beginning to move into senior status. Uh, so m- some of them, it, it might depend on, you know, how easily or quickly um, they get tired. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I hear that. Are getting older. Yeah, some of them are uh, beginning to develop medical conditions and things like that that might, um, you know, might tire them out a little bit sooner. So they have to kind of adjust uh, how much they want to take on, um, and so that can be uh, just really varied depending on the person. And we have some senior priests who are are very energetic and very active, and um, they get to kind of choose now uh, that they're in senior status how busy they would like to be, Uh, whereas before when they were actively assigned, uh, it was very much dependent on what their archdiocese needed of them, and now they get a little bit more independent choice in some of those matters, like how busy they want to stay. Um, So that's uh, a positive benefit, I think, and um, some of our priests, do kind of struggle with um, entering into a less busy time of Mm. life um, because it is quite a change. Um, But most of them um, have so far, in my experience, um, handled that transition pretty well. And um, many of them really do enjoy having a little more downtime and a little more free time and the ability to spend their time really much more as they choose. Oh prayers for them as as our senior priests make that transition. Angie, now, of course, as we all do, we age and our care changes. And there are that group of senior priests who just are unable to fill in because their health doesn't allow them to be as active and that they have more health issues that they're having to deal with. And now that we're through the worst of COVID, are there still long term changes in how you interact with that group of senior priests and how is their health being preserved? Really, we've by now come to a point where we've been able to bring things more of back to normal, which is wonderful. It's a great blessing that um, I have to be less careful. But some of the things that were in place that would prevent me from going to visit, for instance, uh, at facility types of living environments, those things have changed since the pandemic has been uh, essentially ended. So I'm now able to go and visit a priest who might live in a care facility um, much more easily than I was for a while. Um, And so I am kind of, I'm back to being able to go and visit in person 
uh, which has been a great blessing. For a long time, I had to really keep in contact oh. with these priests by email and phone sure. uh, primarily. Now I'm able to go and visit them again. Well, I'm sure that all of them appreciate having you be able to come and have that face-to-face contact, that human interaction. That's the way God intended it. Angie Godfrey is the person that sees and helps take care of our senior priest. She is the senior priest navigator for the Archdiocese of Portland. Well, there is an opportunity coming up to celebrate three of our senior priests uh, coming up on June 24th, a celebration for well, three priests that are celebrating 50 years of ordination. Tell our listeners about it. Yeah, so on June 24th, a Saturday, there's going to be a Mass uh, with a liturgy dedicated to these um, wonderful priests who are all celebrating their 50 years. Um, ordination anniversaries. It's going to be Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m., June 24th, and that's going to be at St. Joseph Church in Salem. And there will be a reception afterwards, um, and it's going to be hosted by the multicultural communities in the parish center and gym, and and, um, I would expect it to be uh, just a wonderful time to gather and celebrate these priests. No, no doubt. Father James Coleman, who he himself was ordained at St. Joseph's Church, Monsignor Richard Huniger will also be celebrated, and Father Kenneth Olson, who is assisting at Nativity of the Mother of God Ukrainian Catholic Church in Springfield. He ordained in Austria. So again, the whole community is invited to this very special event. Well, Angie, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for sharing with us some of the work you do and helping remind us about the needs of our senior priests. Angie, before we go, do you ever need help or assistance, volunteers that can help in any way to ensure that uh, our senior priests know that they are always on the forefront and prayers? Sure. And I think that what you mentioned, prayer, is is probably one of the best ways that our um, general public and our parishioners can support their senior priests by praying for them and also by reaching out to them if they're able. Um, And you can do that through me. Um, I'm available uh, here at the Pastoral Center, and uh, people can reach me by email or by phone. I know my information is on the website um, in terms of how to reach me, and I'm happy to answer questions about how to get in touch with a senior priest that um, maybe someone knew a long time ago and would like to reconnect with, or um, if someone would like to send a card or a note of of thanks or of, you know, letting one of our senior priests know how meaningful they've been in their lives and uh, maybe a a note of thanks or something like that. Um, I can always uh, pass those things along, and our, our senior priests are very happy to hear from people um, from past assignments and Oh, perfect. Well, thank you so much. I encourage our listeners to definitely reach out to you. And uh, thank you again for all of your work. Thank you.